Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Pusher, movie by Nicholas Winding Refn, came out in 1996, the first film directed by Nicholas Winding Refn, uh, to later do not only one more Pusher movie, but two, there is a trilogy, which I will be going through every, uh, the next two weeks I will be talking about. Uh, he also did Drive, Neon Demon, uh, Only God Can Forgive, Bronson. Uh, so an interesting director, actually, after watching this and after seeing the movies that he did, which aren't that many, maybe about seven movies in total that he's done, uh, I kind of want to go through and maybe do a top five, uh, watch all of his movies and then rank them, uh, because this movie I did quite enjoy. It is a gritty, grounded, real, raw look at uh, being a drug dealer in uh does it say where some eastern european place i don't know if uh, i don't know it doesn't say um exactly where it is but it's somewhere eastern european uh my apologies for not knowing where this movie takes place but it's it's a very universal theme uh your fall basically you feel like the way this camera, the camera movements, very handheld, it makes the audience feel like you are there. It makes you feel like you are spending the week, which this movie is pretty much a week in the life of a drug dealer named Frank. It makes you feel the way this movie is shot like you are along for the ride, uh, along for this desperate, stressful ride uh, that is being a criminal. And uh, it's uh, it's good. It's really good. I mean, it has those feelings. If you've ever seen the movie Narc, uh, has very similar type of a, a feel to that. Maybe not as much shaky cam, but it's definitely like very much handheld. Uh, but great, great uh, camera work. Great performances from these actors. Uh, you have uh, you know people that are pretty unknown aside from. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen plays one of the degenerate drug dealers. Uh, he's not the main character, uh, but I would assume has more uh, to do in the, the following movies. This is focusing mainly on our man Frank, who is played by Kim uh, Bodnia. And, uh, you know, it's, it's following them throughout the week. Following him, I mean, they're buddies, so you see a lot of Mads Mikkelsen's character. But you're seeing just kind of them being degenerates in this town, in this city, where they sell drugs. They're, they're in the universe of other degenerates and other illegal activities like prostitution and all of those things. So it's very much a different part of society that, you know, there's a lot of movies about, definitely. Uh, but it has that kind of feel. It has that kind of stress-inducing atmosphere that uh, would come with living that lifestyle i have no idea i am not good at handling stress and i live a pretty squeaky clean life uh i can't imagine how people exist obviously they do a lot of drugs i i mean that has to be the only way you can really cope with living that type of a lifestyle uh but it's uh watching this movie is just like 
it's a bummer because it is a downward spiral movie. I mean, this this guy, Frank, uh, there's a, a scene where he's going to sell drugs to somebody that he met in prison once. Uh, so he has like somewhat of a bond because when you're a criminal, you can't trust anybody. This movie, you can't trust anybody, you know, which is hard. It's hard if you're a businessman who can't trust anybody. Right. It's it's tough when your business is selling illegal drugs on some level. You have to have some amount of trust. So this guy's trust, this the connection to this guy was the fact that they they were uh, cellmates at one point uh, and he wants to buy some drugs. And during their drug deal, things go wrong. The cops bust in. Uh, it's it's actually out in the cars that that it's happening. So the cops pull up and uh, our man Frank goes on the run. Uh, literally running away from the situation, uh, getting himself to a lake uh, where he's able to dispose of the drugs. Uh, but what we find out, you know, trying to, while Frank is trying to set up this drug deal, you know, going to his guy, uh, going to his supplier, uh, which we find out he already owes money to. Now he's in even more debt because this drug deal went bust. You know, he never paid for the drugs. He was getting them on credit. He already owed money, and now the drugs are gone. They're in the lake. And the cops get him. They interview him. They can only hold him for 20, 24 hours, but he doesn't give him anything. But while he's in there, he finds out that his buddy, played by Maz Mickelson, told some shit to the cops. So it's like this drug deal going bad was the, the, the tipping point where everything starts to go, to go wrong. right? Everything is falling apart in slow motion. Uh, this downward spiral of depression and uh, not depression, desperation, really. Uh, so now he's in even more debt. And it's crazy because you're going through, he's like going to people that owe him money, and it's like that's not working out. Like nothing is working out, but also at the same time, he is his own worst enemy, right? He's partying, he's doing drugs, he's not... He's not focused on the, the situation at hand. He's trying to distract himself from the fact that he's in this massive debt to this drug dealer who considers him a friend. And it's just, it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's stressful because you're like, it's stressful, but it's also kind of like a slow burn, right? Because you don't know where this movie's going necessarily. Like you're, it's it's showing you every day. It's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and it's all about oh, we're gonna give you a day. You gotta you gotta meet us here with the money or else. And then he doesn't show up. And then it's like it's constantly this thing because they still want their money back, but then he is a degenerate. You know, it's it's hard to do business with criminals. You know, there's not a whole lot of integrity there. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear The Many Faces, original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials, made right here in the USA. Go to inspireddisorder.com slash tmfmerch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTS. TMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now back to our show. Uh, and it, it's getting to a point where like it's getting to a point of no return where it's like either this is going to happen or you are no longer going to exist. 
Uh, and it's, uh, you know, this movie does a great job of really illustrating that type of desperation, that type of, of uh, like, just insane fear that must be constant th- throughout your life. You know, he's his own his own worst enemy but it's also like that that idea where it's like you just if you don't give up if you just keep going eventually something can happen that you didn't expect that could alleviate the problems right if you just keep going keep going keep going life is so crazy and random and unexpected that if as long as you keep surviving something could potentially good happen and something potentially good happens towards the end of this movie right obviously go watch this movie if you're into that kind of movie like if you're into like uncut gems or you're into uh i'm trying to think of other kind of i mean there's most drug movies are very similar to this in some ways if you like the style of narco uh of narcs i mean uh, if you like that kind of gritty handheld thing, if you like movies about crime, the criminal element, uh, then you'll probably like this movie. Uh, so with that said, I might spoil some things. I'll try to be vague. I'm not going into detail of stuff, but there's a scene like that, that his, his Frank's just, despite the fact that everything is going wrong constantly, every time he tries to do something to make things right, he tries to collect the money. Things don't go right. He also has people uh, just like his buddy, you know, can't be trusted. Things are like falling apart. He's like running across a bridge where every step, the, the step no longer exists. It's just falling away and crumbling apart as he's running across it, you know, just trying to survive. And there's this moment at the end of this movie, towards the end of this movie, where it's like, because of all the chaos that's happened, because of all the chaos that's happened, because of his actions, because he's trying to survive, he's trying to, and, and, and he's like a fuck up, but he's still trying to survive. Because of all the chaos that he's rustled up, these drug dealers are, are willing to make a deal, right? Just to get the heat off. Because of everything that's going on, like, just to get the heat off, they'll, they're going to bargain with him. They're going to allow him to just bring in whatever he can get, and then we'll call it even because they don't want to deal with the heat. They don't want to deal with the mess and the chaos anymore. And even in that moment, right, it's this moment where he's, he thinks it's over, right? He thinks it's over. He escaped for what might be the last time. He escaped death one last time, and he's, like, on the run, and he's got this, you know, prostitute girl that he's kind of got a thing for or whatever, and they're going to run away to, to Spain. But before they need to get some money before they go to Spain. And while he's getting, like, he's selling some drugs to get some last-minute money, he gets this call, and the call's like, hey, we'll squash this thing if you bring in what we have, right? So it's like he's almost leaving, completely gone to disappear, and it's like, oh, no, here's one last chance for you. There's one last chance to try and make things right to kind of put things back to normal. And he's like, oh, it's like, yes. And you kind of you kind of sympathize because you've been on this crazy journey with this guy. 
even though he's a fuck up, when he's given that opportunity to like fix things, to make things right, you're like, oh, this is how he's going to get out of it. This is crazy. He's actually going to get out of this situation. He tells the girl, hey, plans of, plans of change. We're actually not going to Spain. Right? He's on the phone trying to figure out what the next steps are. She grabs the money, right? This money he's supposed to bring, whatever money he's got, and they're going to squash it. She takes the money out of his pocket and bolts. And it's this scene where it's like, as the audience, you're like, you're, you're happy for some reason because this movie's so good, right? It makes you care about no likable character to be found whatsoever in this. But for whatever reason, because we spent time with, with this guy and because we've seen just things fall apart where he's, he's tried to do the right thing, quote unquote, the right thing and trying to pay off this guy. And it's just things keep falling apart around him because hello, we're in the criminal world. Uh, like you kind of feel bad for this guy and you kind of feel sympathy for him. So when he gets this opportunity to make things right, you're like, yes. But then he gets the money stolen. And it's just one more example in an endless list of examples of why you can't trust anybody. Because she takes the money out of his pocket and bolts. And it's this crazy scene because it's like, it's like the first moment of like kind of action, like the adrenaline level. It's like it's been stressful this whole time. It's very like subdued kind of stressful situation. And now it's like his one last opportunity to make things right is literally running away from him from and somebody that he thought he trusted. The only person that he could trust to run away with. And she took his money and she bolts. She gets in a cab and she leaves. And then you're just sitting there in the street with Frank and it's like just one more time where the universe is shitting on Frank. He had this one last opportunity and it didn't work out. And it's just like this great scene, this great moment in this movie where it's like you realize that it doesn't matter. Like none of this stuff matters. That It, it was our fault forever having sympathy for Frank because... We should have known better as the audience that it's like this is not going to work out good. That there is no light at the end of the tunnel. That even though he had the idea that he was given this second chance, that while he's in the street, it's all gone. Like it just slipped right away, slipped right through his fingers, slipped, literally slipped right out of his pocket in an instant. And what was a hopeful moment is now the same as it's always been. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspire Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspire Disorder Plus member today. 
and he's just in the street and we see cut to the the gangster guys that he owes the money to them rolling out the plastic wrap on the floor like clearly prepping the place where he was supposed to show up and pay the money prepping that place for a hit to go down and then you also see this other situation where a guy's getting in a car given like a shotgun that like oh somebody put a hit out on him that it's like even if even if he had gotten away with it even if she hadn't stolen that money and he went to go pay off his debts with the the only money that he had it wouldn't have mattered like all of that it was it was it didn't matter at all because in the end it was a lose lose they were just trying to get whatever they money could they could before he bounced cuz they knew he would bounce they knew he was dead weight to them and also not only dead weight like they're not going to get any money from him they're not going to get they're not going to retrieve the money that he's they're owed from him but also he's causing such a stir that he there he's putting them at risk he's putting their organization at risk so they need to quiet him for that reason too he he's he's a, a parasite owing them money just getting lost in the drugs and it's just they're they're going to take care of it one way or the other and uh it's kind of a crazy end to this movie like it's it's such a slow burn and then the end is so good right without the end of this movie it it feels like almost like what are we even doing like we're just hanging out with this guy and things are going bad and it's like but he's like surviving it's uh, it's just kind of a crazy situation and then it, the way it ends is so it's beautiful. I thought it was beautiful like that, that moment where it's like there is no hope, this hopeless moment. But it's his it's the lifestyle that he chose uh, that made it so hopeless. So I'm really curious to see. I mean, the this movie doesn't feel like a movie that would be something that would have sequels to it, let alone like a trilogy of films. So it's like, I'm curious to see where this story goes like are i'm assuming frank isn't going to be in the next ones they could clearly follow mads mickelson since he is i mean the only star in this thing that's like recognizable to a western audience anyway to me uh but i enjoyed it i enjoyed like a very gritty raw kind of like degenerate kind of like the every aspect of it the cinematography the camera work the acting the story it all fit together it all it was a great first like a first movie by nicholas winding refn great so great so i'm actually very excited to see my first time watching it also uh it is subtitled the subtitles are it's kind of tough to know who is saying what during some of the conversations, the way the subtitles are laid out. Uh, it's kind of like the subtitles for the conversation will pop up immediately, and then you kind of have to piece together who's saying what, uh, which there's a few moments of confusion there. Uh, but overall, a great movie, uh, well-written, which it's also written by, uh, co-written by Nicholas Winding Refn along with Jens Dahl, uh, which I wonder if he's done, if Jens has done anything else. 
doesn't look like uh, writer, bunch of TV. I guess there was, uh, yeah, just, uh, no, there was some other stuff, I guess. I don't know. Nothing that I've, that's sparking any uh, recognition. Anyway, I would check it out. All three movies currently, if you're watching this as this comes out, they are available on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's the trilogy is something that I was recommended uh, to w watch many years ago, like almost a decade ago. So I'm excited. I'm finally doing it. And the first movie was great uh, and super just super can't. I, I have no idea what the next movies are going to be about. Like, is it going to be Frank? Does something happen after him in the street? Because we don't see him k get killed. Right, we see the guy, we see one guy in in a car in a van getting a shotgun, clearly going out to go track him down and kill him, or take him to uh, the boss's place where the plastic wrap is all set up to kill him. Uh, so we don't know. We don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, and I'm I'm excited to see what happens next. So I would highly recommend checking it out. It's called Pusher. Currently on Amazon Prime, but it, check it out wherever it's where it is go to the just watch app type it in it's it's worth it it's a good one um so yeah i'm i'm excited to see what happens next new episodes of the ray taylor show come out every single day subscribe on youtube and everywhere our podcasts are found binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus buy ray taylor show merch over at inspireddisorder.com and follow the show on instagram at ray taylor show have a wonderful day everybody peace Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.